0: hello everybody we're back for episode i don't know this is five i
1: think it's five. you think it's five Actually, i'm really them up. Yeah, i'm really right. quite sure it's no because we've got another one. Oh, it's five i think if it's you don't count i'm not the counting bonus. the bonus bonus okay. is a bonus all right so it's two hours long whatever no yeah. one's to going to it is bad sound yeah okay well it's amy and mia mia and amy we're back chan books once more once more and Mia's nicer and close to the microphone yes oh I've she had tends to fade
0: yes I have um had, now I've listened to all of the ones we've uploaded I've realized that one I don't give a synopsis enough so don't you worry there are notes and they're in front of me and I'm gonna be reading She's from them
1: pictures of her quotes. I have I've got
0: quotes about everything and also that I mumble so much so that won't happen anymore you'll be
1: Telling me to quieten down my <laughs> yeah. Well, she's really got to, she's really got to big herself up for this because she might be able to tell from my voice it's not the strongest it's ever been. Yeah. She's got a cold. Poor Amy's got a cold. But I've got my refreshing can of 7 up <laughs> in hand. So it should be fine. Yeah. Um, today we are. Book
0: roundupping. Yep, doing I guess an October book rounduping. Yeah, September, October. Well, basically, the twentieth of October today. Yeah, I guess that's not really that's I mean it's not it's the end of October. But, isn't it? Yeah. So basically we're just doing a roundup. Now Amy has outdone herself and read twice as much as I have, so <laughs> we, she might have to do a two for every one of mine, which is That's fine. fine. I can do that. Yeah.
1: But but first we should say what we are currently reading? Yeah, what we're currently reading. Yeah, what are you currently okay, reading? Okay, so I'm gonna
0: cheat a little bit because technically I've got 20 pages left of Motherhood, but
1: you're counting it as some of the. But I'm counting out. it because I'll yeah. finish it
0: as soon as I get home. I meant to finish it at lunch. I just left it. Um, I forgot to take it to work with me. Um, so I'm gonna be oh actually oh, Christ. Okay, well, well, so, okay. You're
1: currently reading Motherhood.
0: No, because I'm not <laughs> finished. You're it. almost
1: finished Motherhood. I'm are gonna you?
0: I'm gonna be reading um I think Exciting Times by. Dolan. Yeah, by Nation Dolan, because I have, it's been coming up on, since running the sort of Instagram thing, Yeah, I have seen so many um, sort of, you know, bookstagram things, and it's always about exciting times, and yeah. it's always with a lot of other books that I like. I really like exciting so times. So I think I'm gonna, I'm excited <laughs> 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 to read exciting it, and I think times. that, and I think it'll be a good, um... Traveling. Read oh yeah, because I have worked out that I think I've got maybe five hours of traveling tomorrow, if not more.
1: I think you're like if a travel. is also it's a hardback, though. It's mm. a hardback, oh, well. but That's it's quite way. thick. Um. Oh gosh, I can't remember if it's sat in Japan or China. One of them. Okay. And um, I'm going in blind twin. I'm like um, read and the blurb. So, but because of that, and because she's like Irish mm. out there. She, it's like, oh, I think like it's good. good for travel. Oh, yeah, you know, because it's out of the country. Yeah. Okay. Brilliant. Okay. Nice.
0: What are you currently
1: reading? Anyways? Okay. Currently reading, but actually haven't started yet. Well, um, but you it's, know, it's been I've out here all day said, yeah. with the intention of reading it. Um, and not doing that. Three Rooms by Joe Hemier, and I'm specifically going to read this because I'm going to some. London Literature Festival events on Saturday. Yes, yes. And she is speaking at one of them about living in London. Ooh, like writers living in London. And there's Olivia Lang on the front. It's quoted saying a beautiful, furious encapsulation of Generation Rent. So great. I think I'm gonna feel the sting of this. I think so. I think so. um, But it looks good. It does. I really do
0: quite like that cover as well.
1: I it's oh I'm in two minds. Okay. Um, for three rooms is cover because I'm not a huge fan of a photo of a person on a cover. I do think they've handled it really well. Yeah. Is I that her? This is ha- no.
0: Oh. In that case, I don't. That's her. Okay. It is fiction. It's Oh, in that case, I don't. Know. Yeah. I
1: don't um,
0: know that. No, I'm sticking with. It. I still like it. My first uh, impression yeah, was liking yeah, it, confident. so I'm
1: gonna. I really like. I will I do put really this like on the, the Instagram, design.
0: by the way, listeners, so you can know what we're talking about because
1: yeah i do really like the design of it i'm just not a huge fan of photos and covers and honestly i have we need to get this absolutely ages and i only well i only did because i was on offer one Mm -hmm. and um two because i was going to this event like i wouldn't have bought it because i don't really like photo covers but it's fine anyway i'm quite excited to read it um Great! Yeah, sounds like an exciting, exciting <laughs> <for you>.
0: time. <laughs> oh, I was going to clap, but actually that not right over the not microphone. Over the microphone, I don't think so. Yeah. Okay. Well, shall we start with it's our gonna, roundup? Yeah,
1: it's going to have to start with me. It's going to have to start with you, and I think it's going to have to be a double bill from you. So okay, sorry about that. Amy. I also just realised if you count the audiobooks oh, it does make it eight. But I'll just say. Are they both um, Harry Potter? They're both Harry Potter okay. and I don't really want to give J.K. Rowling no, any more time. And everyone knows. And everyone like. knows and you know what? I'm listing them to go to sleep at night because yeah. right. it's Stephen Fry's dulcet tones. So, you know, there's two of those but we're not going to address that. Okay. I spent enough of my teen years addressing <laughs> that. Um, okay. The first book I read was My Dark Vanessa by Kate Elizabeth Russell which is is my second tiktok book is that i think yeah because the first is that is my yeah my that first is, tiktok book that i read was my year of and from just listening to the uh, literally just
0: finishing this week's episode yeah. today um that is exactly what we said last time was oh that, my that God! was your second
1: tiktok um, also, I can't so... believe I fully like went in and actually read the book. I said, I "Well, was so going did to. I,
0: because I read Tomorrow Time Zone.
1: Ah, well done, us. Hopefully, we'll keep oh. that going. <laughs> I don't, I don't believe that's going to last. No, I, I don't. So. Um, I think I only did this because it was a library book. Yes, got lucky. Also, a horrible cover. Um, the cover on. I tell you what. Having just said, I don't like photo covers. The American cover on Goodreads, which is this like black and white one, yes. that's okay. Yes, the UK cover sh- is shit. So
0: I wasn't sure which cover to use for the Instagram and I used the um UK cover, i I'm pretty I sure. thought it was fine.
1: Like it's, it works well. I just thought it need. was, it was like a pool. Yeah, people but, but I, again, it. it's just like, and I mean, it works for the book. She has red hair, she talks about it a lot. Every, so yeah. anyway, I actually, to switch to my notes, my dark Vanessa, mm-hmm. It's a book about a girl who is now a woman because it's told in two time streams. Okay. 2000 and like 2017. Okay. I think it's 2017. It's either 2017 or 2019, but I think it's 2017, so I'm sticking with that. It's an odd number and it's late teens. It's an odd number. It's late teens. And it's when all of the Me Too... Right. um, Weinstein stuff. Weinstein stuff came out and um, basically women coming out and speaking against sexual... Serial sexual abusers. Mm -hmm. When that was, like, the huge galvanizing story in the media. And um, so that's the current time frame when she's an adult. And it opens with her finding out that someone who's a couple of years below her at school has come out with sexual assault and abuse allegations towards her English teacher. And she is really, like, confused by this because she was in a quote-unquote relationship with her English teacher when she was 15 and at school. But she's never seen it as abuse um, because she quote-unquote thought it was love. Right. I have
0: seen quite a few articles about this type of thing recently. And when I say articles, I do mean from Twitter. So let's take that with a pinch of salt. About... These about young women having yeah. relationships with older men who aren't a lot, lot older, but they are older. Yeah. And then getting to the age that that person was when they were in the relationship with the younger person. Yeah. And sort of thinking, oh, I really would never want to date someone that young. Yeah. That's actually really weird. I didn't realise it was weird at the time. Yeah.
1: So I think obviously, well, I mean, obviously, it's, it's still it's still topical, but topical. Um, but it was really interesting because it's also told your sort of hearing these allegations coming out against him in can like current time mm-hmm. and she still is in contact with him like she still meets up with him they're not together anymore right. but they um to be me, I mean she's more hurt by the well she doesn't for one think that these allegations are real against mm-hmm. him um because obviously she believes his narrative um but she is more uncomfortable even believing any of the victims because yeah. it's so untrue to her what she remembers as her own experience. But then you're also going back and hearing the story from like her 15 year old self mm-hmm. who meeting the teacher for the first time and like that whole and with hindsight seeing yeah, her, yeah. and you, but you're seeing the two balanced and then you're also seeing like hardcore grooming like in action mm. and also because you're kind of taken into like the mind of what it was like to be like the 15 year old you kind of see it with a little bit more clarity than she does with like looking back with a bit of raised tinted glasses yeah anyway I didn't expect much mm-hmm. and I was pleasantly surprised it was Good. really really addictive to read that's like, really
0: nice because I do think that with some TikTok books you it is so hard to know what you're going to yeah. get and I think that sometimes I mean like, I think I'm sure I cover this a bit when I talked about it ends so without that us and Colleen Hoover's work but I think sometimes when things are on TikTok, people who prefer to read, you know, the genres that you like to read are going to be
1: put off from that because of the association. Yeah. So, and And I'm definitely, I'm definitely a victim of that. Like I, I label things as TikTok books and say I've only read two of them. And like, obviously, um, that's because I don't really associate my taste with like TikTok books. Um, saying that though, I did see a really interesting TikTok the other day Mm -hmm. about, um, I might've even sent it to you to be honest. And it was about like, um, anti-intellectualism on booktok i don't think you did but did i not anyway it was it was just like obviously like a 15 second long thing with like someone's like words on that about um how there are users of tiktok or like booktok users who like won't hear any criticism of you know for example coolie nuvo's work and it's not like they don't engage critically with the work like aside from just like that blanket enjoyment which i think is a problem with lots of different books mm-hmm. um but yeah um that was not the case with this one well, good it was really 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 well written um like and i read the afterword as well um and though it was kind of tortoise timing with the release of it because she had been writing it in like creative writing classes for decades like really really long time and it just happened to come out like originally it was just the like young storyline and then the political climate well social political climate changed and then she was like this is actually perfect to like tie this in and it really was um it was very very forceful and very very like uncomfortable to read a lot of the time because mm. you are witnessing like a teen girl I'm sure and also I'm sure that there are rate. parts
0: I mean I'm sure there are parts especially at the beginning when I haven't read it so you know this is coming from nowhere but um you know where you're watching it and you're reading it even and you're sort of thinking oh you know yeah, fun, kind of exciting yeah. because I would, especially when I was younger, I would have definitely thought, yeah. that's so fun to have an English teacher," uh, which is awful, mm. but also but it's well, that's like, a, well, whole, it's a very the common thing. thing, thing isn't, it was the it.
1: Like, it like, romance, but it was also really like close look at like grooming, mm. and what I did like is that it's really in. I wouldn't say it's in response to but it's definitely attached to Lolita because right. my dark Vanessa. I don't know if my dad Vanessa is a is a line from another one of Nabokov's work, and mm. the main character is called Vanessa, um, and like the English teacher gives her Lolita to read, and it's yeah, and like she like addresses Lolita in the yeah in the book, okay. um, and I did like that, um, I thought it really took its time, like it prolonged the the climax that I wanted to happen, mm-hmm. it prolonged that. I think I would have liked it slimmed down just a little but at the same time it was so addictive to read and I think that's probably true to say of a lot of TikTok books is that they're quite addictive to read because that's what like sells on TikTok yeah is like books that whip you up and like transport you and take you somewhere yeah and it really is that but um I think it just took a little bit too long but it finished so well like I was kind of like angry at kind of like a and not having a solid conclusion. Because I don't think it's a spoiler to say that there's not a solid conclusion. Like, you don't get... It's not wrapped up in a bow. Yeah. Um, Also, I think people... Well, I appreciate knowing that. Yeah. I'm going to read a book. But I think just fitting with the story itself, it's so appropriate. Because, Mm -hmm. like, something that's... Obviously, this person's having to reconcile with themselves. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not going to be perfectly finished after you're like, oh, yes, I'm a victim of assault and rape and video or whatever yeah like that's never gonna be something that you can be like oh yes I've realised that now moving on mm-hmm. you know and so I thought it ended really really well um and I actually would uh recommend it it's a hard read but okay. I was pleasantly surprised
0: yeah and I'm just thinking should we put trigger warning at the beginning of this episode maybe
1: oh oh yeah we could put it in the show notes show notes, notes because I haven't really yeah. figured out how to do that yet um I feel like I did say there was some bad things at the beginning. But yeah, yeah. Or whatever. Yeah, um, we can cover. Oh, do you know what? Should I just go into the next one? Yeah, go into the next one. Um, do you like, are you're doing because, time? <laughs> yeah, because also you can get really involved in the next okay, one. Okay, great. It's milk fed. Oh brilliant. by the Oh brilliant. Oh brilliant. Another
0: milk <laughs> just another, another trigger huge warning then. Just trigger yeah. warning
1: for eating disorders or relationships with mothers. Yes. One hundred percent. Like two very, very oh, do you know what? I feel like my what? next book after this is also pretty bad. Or like, for trigger okay. warnings, but in a different way. Okay. A different trigger warning each time. Oh, gosh. This one <laughs> We're covering everything.
0: Everything we are not today. Letting anything
1: um. The way, so. But fed which by Melissa Breda mm-hmm. um, which I got ages ago at a three for two deal Blackwells in Edinburgh and um Mia's Admired on My Bookshelf and mm-hmm. read before me for a very long time. Yeah. Um I finally and have we spoken about what we about? um
0: yeah we have so I've spoken about it in the bonus episode roundup. but I don't know how many people have listened to that, so okay, that's maybe I, I say do a quick synopsis, then thoughts and like you uh, know, can, Okay, our girlie,
1: can... Rachel. Yeah. Um is very disordered in her eating. Um yeah. she's really trying to exacerbate control over it. And it's kind of painful to read at the beginning. It, it is a hard, yeah, it is a hard read. Yeah. Whether, you, I think, I mean,
0: you know, I'm coming from a different angle, but I think whether you've experienced it or not, I think it's a hard, I think there are always yeah. going to be, I feel, I don't think there's anybody who reads it and there's nothing they no. aren't It makes you bit, a bit, it makes yeah. you uncomfortable. It's and it makes you think about it as well, which is why, yeah. you know, the trigger warning is necessary. Yeah.
1: Um, and I think that's really interesting to read about. Even if it's hard, I quite like reading what I'm reading to be hard. Um, But it really, it really is. Anyway, our girlie has extreme disordered eating and stretches her day around that. And then she goes part of her routine to the frozen yoghurt shop at lunchtime, gets the perfect amount from the Orthodox Jewish boy that's working there. And then one day, an Orthodox Jewish woman is working there and just keeps on filling that cup. And it completely throws... Our girly Rachel off. She is derailed, to say... Comm- to say, literally, the least. Yeah, to put it slightly, yeah. Um, and it starts this real spiral of binging and food, but then also kind of um, obsession Yeah, with it's sort of
0: all too Miriam. much excess with everything. She yeah. literally sort of had this one sort of thing completely spiralled her into... Not letting, yeah. go, not even really letting go. I mean, I guess letting go, but way she's too. kind of
1: like she's so she's also got huge mummy issues, yeah, and that kind of comes out in like her kind of wanting to be cared for and being around Miriam, the orthodox Jewish woman, who yeah. is the one giving her her frozen yogurt. Um, and I don't really know how to put it because it wasn't bad yeah um I don't think it was my favorite book that I ever oh I hate to say it but I don't think I wanted it it was as good as I wanted it to be Mm -hmm. but then I'm not sure like if that's just the story wasn't for me yeah um because I really liked the Pisces Mm -hmm. and I think the real thing is I love Melissa Broder's like writing voice her authorial tone of voice me too and I will read anything she puts out. Yeah, I will read the Pisces. Because I think that's, like, that's such a real skill. Like, it's so easy to read, despite it being so hard, what you're taking in. Yeah. Um, but I loved, so I loved the writing. Um, But I didn't think it was as good as the Pisces. And I will say, one, I did, I did like, um, honestly, just learning more about mm-hmm. Jewish culture. Yeah, and same. And Jewish faith. I found that um, awesome. because I know so little about it mm-hmm. and um, our main character is a lapsed Jew would you say lapsed is the right word uh, Non-practicing. yeah I would say so I would
0: say so she's not religious I guess yeah. there's like with the sort of like um, Jewish collective it's Yeah. sort of like you have the I mean you have so many different factions of it and definitely yeah. orthodox Jew, Jewish I like
1: like she was born and raised know. Jewish, but mm. she's not as a young woman, yeah, she's not practicing, practicing. Mm-hmm. and so I did quite I think I really I much more enjoyed the relationship like what she was like taking from the relationships um from like mother figures mm-hmm. more so than the food stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that was like the more lasting like the interesting part for me, and like how she was sort of exploring both, like, her... her faith, mm. family, sexuality, all of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have anything else you can add to that, I don't
0: think so. I think you kind of hit everything. I Yeah, I mean, I would say I found it really... The, all the disordered eating stuff, I found really interesting because I feel like you don't often get that put into... That is true, ...into actually. words like that. I think that even having you know, her colleagues sort of just making these little comments here and there that, you know, are obviously quite pointed, but even other people making comments and her sort of spiralling from one comment I thought was really yeah. accurate. Oh, and yeah. I thought that she described that really well. I do agree. I, I, there was definitely something about it that I just, I don't know it wasn't it wasn't that it was lacking but I guess I'm saying it was lacking because there's there's just it just covered it was, my finger it just, on it but it was, uh, yeah. but I really but I, yeah I mean I guess it's one of those books that it's weird to say you enjoyed reading it because it covers so yeah. many yeah. odd things it's like um,
1: yeah I agree there. I think it was maybe like a pretty like oh in your face look at disordered eating yeah but there were so many parts of it that were so real yeah like so true. I would definitely agree with that. So yeah, watch yourself going into that one if you fancy it. Yeah. Um, everyone, everyone I, I like, know yeah.
0: who's read it has basically said kind of similar to us that like you know it really hits you in the face and you're like yeah you know, that's a lot. But I would But how... also you really you like read it really quickly and, you yeah. and you're yeah very engrossed in it. So I guess oh, it yeah. depends if that's the kind of book that you like reading and you're okay with that and you're aware of that going into it. I think you'll enjoy oh, yeah, it. I like it. Yeah.
1: yeah. Agree. Cover's amazing yeah great cover great great cover um I think I was going to say something and if I forget I'll just cut this out but I think there was something about oh my god this is gonna really get book me. I was actually going to say something Ooh. um something about reading like priced Trigger-
0: triggering books maybe difficult like no I,
1: like you don't really read it there's not much like that out there like i've never read something that mm. like overt yeah about disordered eating and i so like dark. that sorry oh yeah God. <laughs> <Bloody> <laughs> <deal>. <laughs> it's gonna be a nighttime ride for you home um yeah you never read anything that's quite so overt in its yeah in it's like experience of yeah the disordered eating. And actually, as that goes, like I think that's important. Like mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think there's really anything that we should shy away from in books. But maybe it's just the fact that we really are not used to it that I'm like Eee, was it too much? I'm yeah. not sure it was too much because it's I, also real. For well a lot yeah, of I think it I mean it wasn't like so for me it wasn't too
0: much. There yeah. were like, multiple things in that that I was like, yeah.
1: Oh definitely. yeah There are definitely parts there. And I, was, I like, just uh-huh.
0: yeah and I think that, you know, that it's if you know that's that is real, that is, you know, the truth. I do think that, you know, these things it's like this whole trigger warning. Do you give that for books? Is that going to ruin the plot of a book? Like, I mean, I don't think it would for this because she
1: starts it straight away. Yeah, like literally that first page I like showed it to one of my housemates and so I was like look at this and they were like, whoa. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I little, little diversion there. I I don't think trigger warnings should be published in books mm-hmm. because I think you need to allow for an individual experience yeah I've written an essay on that um like allowing for the individual experience mm-hmm. but I do think it should be the responsibility of the seller or yeah. even the publisher to market yeah it with that knowledge but yeah. I don't I think the book itself should be able to stand alone yeah
0: okay nice right well that's my take so
1: yeah Mia I was gonna I didn't
0: mean to say yeah, like it was definitely wrong. Um so my first book that I read after It Ends Thus was The Elusive Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow. And I'm actually quite well, out of the three books I've read, two of them I've been going on about for ages, so it's good to tick those off the list. Um so we've already given the plot of tomorrow, tomorrow and tomorrow quite a few times. However, you know, I'll go into it a little bit (laughs) again. It's about two young people who meet at hospital. They have varying circumstances of why they're there, but they really bond over playing games. Then sort of something happens where they sort of are apart, meet again at college, university, and then decide they're going to start making games together. And then it's kind of their relationship, and it sort of goes back and forth a little bit um, sort of over time of that, of... Yeah, I mean, I guess it's relationships between them and their friend who sort of joins them with making them and the various people they um, come across and just their relationship too. And I have must let me see what I've put. <laughs> um, yeah, oh yeah. So I also thought that it tackles a lot of themes, which I thought that the author did very well. I thought that yeah. they covered a lot of different things considering it's kind of a book about two friends who have a game and then fall out and then, you know... Yeah like the actual yeah i thought of the plot there was so many simple. yeah but i thought there were so many things that they discussed really well they i just thought they discussed race well i thought yeah. that you know every time she was sort of saying something that maybe you know in the time that it was meant to be set you wouldn't think would be a problem but now is a problem she you know mentioned that and addressed that And they had one bit where they were saying because their first game they made together the character in it is i want to say south korean
1: yeah, Korean, um, Korean American. Yes,
0: and the well,
1: um, Korean Jewish. Right. American. Yeah, there we go. Which is what Gabrielle Seven is. Yes,
0: um, but the character is um, Sam. Is Sam is the, the young yeah. boy. He is half um, Japanese. He's half Japanese and half American. Whatever wait. he is, he, wh- whatever his wait race. One is, of them is different from the character.
1: Marx, Marx is not got the same. The background is Gabrielle's Evan and Sam. Yeah, hmm. Sam does. But what I mean is the little... Char- the little um, Ichigo. Oh, Ichigo. Yeah. That that character okay. is not
0: the same race as Sam or oh, Mark, yes. I believe. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. basically they have a discussion and they say, when we made it, it wasn't... That wouldn't have been a thing. But now that could be seen as a problem that we made yeah. a character that's not the same race as and us. And
1: using the imagery yeah, from... Yeah, exactly.
0: From that culture wave, that's not their culture. not that. Exactly. Especially
1: because what's her face as well is a white woman yes because Sadie
0: is a um yeah Jewish American woman so I thought that was really good um my thoughts was I yeah I said I basically what I've written is that I don't know what it was about this book but it just left me feel a little blue um mean I I don't know there was something quite melancholy about it yeah it's a sad book it is a sad book and I don't even necessarily I mean there are I won't spoil it because there are sort of bigger things in it that happen yeah. which are obviously sad yeah but i feel like it kind of ends in a way that you feel like things are somewhat wrapped up and at least you kind of feel like people are moving on but i just felt quite sad after reading it yeah um did you did, the, did you want... the focus focus on friendship and like the yeah sort of blurred lines of that i thought yeah. that was really good I did you
1: well. at all um get what i meant about the f- not because it's, it's not quite so sad as a little life oh yeah yeah but the sort of feeling that something was going to no happen. definitely
0: I definitely did I mean I'm pretty sure that it was slightly spurred on the fact that we'd spoken about yeah. it before but <laughs> well, I definitely true. did like you sort of had it, especially because it was this thing that like in a little life is discussed a little bit yeah. referenced but not actually mentioned sort of not explained yeah. and then when it's explained you, are, you do sort of understand but I think that you know it just I, I think it's very real Human emotions, to be honest, I think yeah. that you know the characters. I really like characters that are like that, where they really frustrate you because you think if you just said how you feel and you just uh, said yeah. what was happening, if you just spoke everything, to each everything each other. would be fine. And it's funny because I feel like plots where that happens and something goes wrong and it's like if you just had like, done this this would be yeah. fine that actually really frustrate me but when it's sort of to do with feelings i just think that's so true there are yeah. so, it's always things that you think yeah if in hindsight i should have just said or whatever yeah. so i thought she did that really well that made me really like it um yeah I said I, yeah and I also I feel I re- was reading it and I thought I had literally have specific people I know would love this yeah who like very different types of books like it was sort of like my cousin Ollie I really think he'd like it because of the
1: gaming aspect yeah. of it
0: and I think that he would really understand all the relationships and the friendships and things like that which I
1: think is great what did you think I'm going to try and keep this as spoiler free <laughs> yeah. as possible what did you think about that chapter that was so game heavy
0: that was it much for me it was too far that was a bit too far. I did find the whole thing was a bit game heavy, to be honest. I think just because I'm so not, I just so, I'm literally, I literally hate myself saying this because I've said in previous episodes that I'm so not a game girl. Yeah. But I just am not. And I just don't, I didn't, I don't, I think I glazed over a bit. I did also think, not to be, I feel this is a bit negative, but I don't think it actually met with all the hype that. Things. Oh no, I don't think it did. But I think less.
1: that's just because everyone was going a bit too far with yeah. it. Yeah, it was just I. I thought it was a really good book. Yeah, like it wasn't the f- the best thing I. I don't. Wrote. I yeah, it wasn't the best thing I ever read. I think I said. <laughs> I think I said. Um, in the other episode, that it was like, there was nothing too bad to say about it. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just not the best thing I ever but it is a good book. Yeah, it is and there good are definitely book. people who will and really people like will it. enjoy it. and Also, it's a gorgeous book. It's yeah, beautiful it's cover, pretty. and you would,
0: and it's you know, it's a it's yeah. a statement piece. Yeah.
1: So that's a bit of a design for you. I I also think that, like, the friendship aspect, as you say, is truly yeah. the most important part of it. And I think that that's handled so well and so believably. Yeah, I agree.
0: I agree. Right, well, I Are believe time it's time. One? Nope, I think that's everything. Okay. Which means that it's Amy's third book. Oh, my third book.
1: My third book. Which comes with another. Maybe trigger warning i'm not sure i'm so sure about this i don't really think what was the trigger warning cancer um yeah i mean i guess whatever if you if you feel uncomfortable with books about cancer then this book ain't for you and it is maps of our spectacular bodies by maddie mortimer and that's a lovely title that also is a title that i can see very much how that it's good, yeah. As well <laughs> um, and it's um, it was absolutely amazing. Um, otherworldly, I wrote down, I thought it was incredible. Um, it was long listed for the booker, mm-hmm. and I think it should have been shortlisted. Mm-hmm. I haven't read the one, the one, so I can't judge, yeah. but I would love it to have. I can't believe it was a debut, it was a debut book. Um, wow. it was absolutely amazing. Um, it's the told again from two points of view um and it's very obvious when you're switching between them because there's the main woman leah and you're getting a bit of her life story like her background um and then also told that she has just be like her cancer that she had previously has re- has returned and that there's they can do another few hours of chemo but there's not really much they can do mm-hmm. um and it's her life with her husband and her daughter who's just started secondary school and just like through kind of the but and also like her relationship with her mom mm-hmm. relationships all of that but at the same time you're getting this alternative like literally cut up into the prose um there's another narrative and you don't know who's telling the narrative you can kind of glean who's telling the narrative (laughs) um it ain't hard to guess but it's but it's sort of kind of revealed at the end and i wasn't sure if that was like entirely necessary like okay i'm not gonna do it in case maybe i just clicked it but i really don't think i did um but what was really impressive about this um was the way like I it's in the living room so I can't show it to you right now but I would it. Um, it's like using the type was almost like a performative element to it like the two narratives like Leah's is told um in like normal text as you would see in the book and the other narrative is told it's all in bold mm-hmm. so you can tell really easily mm-hmm. but then there's like type floating across the page doing weird shapes yeah um like all in in tune with the story. Yeah. Um and I hadn't seen anything like it in such. I mean, I think there are similarities to like Max Porter's learning with like some of the some of the position type, but this just like really went whole level and you could also see like one of the storylines becoming more and more dominant mm-hmm. in like its presence over more. Anyway, it's absolutely major amazing. And the last like 30, 50 pages, um, was some of the most emotional writing I've literally ever read and I was sobbing. Really? Like I couldn't put the book down, but I also could barely look through my yeah. tears. Like I was crying my eyes out, which is actually really rare. Yeah, I don't, often I, cry don't in a book. I really I, the only times I think
0: I've cried in books that I can think of and remember, and I'm just referencing this last year basically, was crying in H Mart. Oh yeah, wept. And a little life, not even really a little. I don't think I cried a little life. I think I was I,
1: too sh- I, I cried a little life. Um, but yeah, in crying H. Mark. I cried a hit crying H. mart Saw her last night. She was I amazing. I know. I saw that Is um, we'll discuss that. Yeah. Um, I cried crying H. mart Cried a little life. Um, and I, I wept at this. Like mm. I was quite close to the end, but I really wanted to finish it. And I'm so glad that I did it. That's all good. All like one that. Go, yeah. Got it out. But I was also just like walking around the house. Like, Sorry. going to the loo afterwards, like, I need a tissue to wipe away oh, my tears. Like um, But it was amazing. Really, yeah. really amazing.
0: That sounds good. Should I go on to my next one? Yep, go on to the next. I was thinking we can do your next one, then I'll do mine, and then you
1: can do one, and then I'll do one, and then you can finish. Okay. All right. I think that will work. Um, my next one is I Fear My Pain Interests You by Stephanie LaCava. Um, She's from Verso, and my little writing is, not great. It wasn't even that good um it was i got it in like a second hand shop Mm. and i think it's actually a fairly recent release Mm. it's from verse and so i was kind of led on to believe a bit more um but it was about this girl who's the daughter of two very famous parents and she is like leaving a really, like it's so unclear, like what was going on, like a lot of the time, yeah. Because they also chop and changed a lot of the the timeline. You it was kind of hard to keep track. Yeah. Um. It was really slim, thank goodness. Um, but she was sort of leaving a relationship, um, a bad relationship, to go and stay in her friend's house in the middle of Montana, in the middle of nowhere. Right. Um. Where she like quickly takes up with uh, another guy who's problematic, mm. and what was quite interesting is that she is like saying throughout the book that she's like never felt pain like mm-hmm. that she does not get the experience of pain in her body and she doesn't really feel or cold or anything like that Yeah. and the guy that she kind of takes out with that um was is a doctor and um they effectively diagnosed her with what I think is actually quite a rare but real condition um that some people have where they don't feel pain Yeah, I've heard of that before. It's like really, um, especially if you're little, because you don't think... Yeah.
0: You don't know that that's bad, so, you know, like, put your hand on fire or something. Yeah. Um,
1: And so it was about that, but it was also, like... It was too... It was simultaneously too... I think it was... Yeah, it was too slim for the story it was trying to tell, but equally, I wouldn't have wanted it any longer because I wasn't actually really enjoying it very much. Okay, Um, that's fair enough. I just... This is good.
0: I feel like we don't often have... Well, apart yeah. from the Colleen Hoover's, uh, we don't often have yeah. things that we're not right, necessarily... I reclining.
1: just... Mm. Yeah, I don't really can't think of much good to say about it. Well, I it. think that's
0: good, though, because, you yeah. know, it, it's variety. I also just think I'm kind not of, like, like
1: tired. I feel like this kind of would have done really well a couple of years ago, but I'm kind yeah. of tired of this kind of, like, manic trope of... Like manic dream girl, pixie dream girl oh, yeah. kind of girl. Did you watch Five Hundred Days of Summer? Just yeah. Last night. <laughs> oh, what a goody film. Um, but that kind of girl who's got all of the resources and all of the wealth yeah. and all of the privilege afforded to her. Um, and it's like I'm kind of tired of yeah. reading like and is in and out of bad relationships. I'm just kind of tired of reading those stories. Um. So yeah, not great. Don't recommend it. Okay. Well. i will say the title however is class yeah like i feel my pain interests you and especially with with how it goes um which i might tell you after we finish recording if anyone actually does want to read to it Mm -hmm. i won't say so apt so good Mm -hmm. really cracker title probably the whole reason i picked it up (laughs) do brilliant
0: Right, my second book is Girl Interrupted by Susanna Kaysen. Oh, you read it! I did. Now, I got this, which I'm, I'm sure I would have mentioned because I got it on our charity shop hunt for books. That's the next step. I got it because I'd finished Tomorrow Times Three and I was like, I need I need something quick. I need to yeah. remind myself that I don't usually take two weeks to read a book, um, <laughs> which is still very quick to read a book, but yeah. for me, it felt like I was in a bit of a slump. Um, Now, I've watched the film of this, never read the book, and the book is really good i really enjoy it it's the plot is for those who haven't seen the film it's story of a young woman who was admitted to a mental health institution at 18 and told she'd stay there for a couple months but ended up being there for a year and a half um and there is this sort of thing where she talks about whether she should have been there for that long that when she looked back she finally got all her sort of medical records released to her and she looked back over them and she sort of thought i don't remember this happening yeah stuff they're saying i said i don't think this happened when i had this first conversation i don't think i should have been admitted and all this stuff then she kind of goes through and says but actually i don't know and it's on there and i've looked into it and this must have been the case i must have been in there for three hours even though i thought i was in there for half an hour yeah all this stuff so you kind of are thinking okay i think that
1: love and unreliable narrator. yeah exactly anyway i thought it was
0: so good it's very quick read it's literally about 160 pages so interesting to hear about i mean it's all real yeah it's very sad obviously at times but yeah it's just fascinating um i mean i th- i knew i would enjoy it because i enjoyed the film so i kind of it was sort of a sure thing but yeah. you know that's always nice and it was all quite cool it's laid out um with her medical charts and records so sometimes when she referenced things the next page she'll put a sort of copy of it oh, in, which i cool. thought was great um and yeah and it was it was interesting i mean it was weird that it was it's based on a you know it is her true story, but then yeah. again, like she's an unreliable narrator to you, are kind of like, but it didn't even happen yeah. because you're saying this, but you're also saying this. I don't know anyway. With this, I um, got some quotes, which oh, luckily, because and this is the lovely thing about getting a book from a charity shop, someone had very nicely already done a lot of yeah. underlining. I do worry a little bit about this person's mental stability oh, because great. there were quite a few things I was thinking, oh, were they certain parts of the chart? Bit, right? well, no, like, yeah, just there was quite a few things I thought, oh. I hope you're okay yeah um anyway there was one line i just thought was so true and it was um it was when you're sad you need to hear your sorrow structured in sound and i thought that that i don't know i just really like that Yeah. i was like that's so when i'm sad i literally am like i have to listen to music yeah and i have to listen to the saddest music i can find and just feel everything yeah and i thought because she kind of said that she was they had um was just saying about how she would listen to they'd listen to Ray Charles because he was a patient at this uh-huh. um, like mental clinic hospital yeah. type place um, and I just thought that's oh what a killer line Yeah. anyway she also had a line where she said which I thought was kind of funny and kind of sad Where she said, "Often an entire family is crazy, but since an entire family can't go into the hospital, one person is designated as crazy and goes inside." And I thought that was quite an interesting uh, line to think of, like kind of I guess inherited trauma and like all these different issues being put on one person, and also being like because there's a lot about that with parents and stuff of all the patients where they're sort of just very unresponsive and don't want to come in for family therapy or anything, and it's almost easier to put it all on this one person who's in, you know, a mental health hospital and not deal with their own things yeah but yeah so that's my round up and Correct. go interrupted i thought it was really good i definitely would recommend to anyone i sadly got such an ugly cover of it movie because cover? it was the movie cover but it's fine oh well
1: oh well yeah okay yeah so what? now i think yeah
0: do yours then i'll do my last and then you can do your last
1: okay i will i will
0: and I'm not being rude but my mom's
1: just messaged me so I'm going to have to revise this because she's done message. a double message oh it's it's urgent um the next one oh I read Cursed Bread by Sophie McIntosh and I hate to be that girly but um this will be published next year in April I think March mm-hmm. April um and through work I get uh netgalley account where you can request proofs of books for your ipad or your e-reader it's obviously great um is, i do have to what's a perk What, what a, perk. A, perk. a perk i do have to get approved for them but like if i if basically if i request anything from penguin I'll, I'll likely get it like i haven't not got it um anyway so curse bread coming spring next year and i am a fan of sophie Macintosh. um she wrote *The Water Cure*, and she wrote *Blue Ticket*, which I actually haven't read, but it's up there. Oh, hello. Um, next to *The Candles*, <laughs> *Atmosphere*, um, and so I know her like writing style, whatever. Um, and I really wanted to read this book because it's about something that does interest me. Um, it's about this French town, like country village town. Um, just after Second World War, like, coming out, sort of just after that point where rations are kind of over, and mm-hmm. it's past it, but there's a lot... Everyone still yeah. remembers. Um, and in this town, I really... I might have to even try and get up the exact bit about it. Mm-hmm. In this town, there was a mass poisoning. Um, this is a real thing that happened. Mm-hmm. And they... I've read it I can't go back oh there we go I can (laughs) um yeah in the summer of 1951 the small French town of Pont Saint Esprit had a mass poisoning and there are many theories regarding how it happened but none have ever been proved and I love that shit I fucking (laughs) love it um conspiracy was it the government was it the bread that was cursed um (laughs) exactly um, and it's great but what it's told from the baker's wife's point of view Elodie mm-hmm. and she's a bit of an outsider to the town because she didn't grow up there she like married in obviously and then there are two there's this couple who's new um, Violet and her husband the ambassador um, and Elodie our main character the baker's wife becomes obsessed with um, Violet in effect she, she's so different violet sort of seems to show like an attention to her so they sort of become friends and but at the same time you know it's kind of building up to something so Mm. everything is kind of a bit like suspect yeah it's very eerie and i think it's really it's gonna do well it's better to release it in spring rather than autumn because you can kind of feel like and it goes into the summer so you can kind of feel the oppressive like french heat summer and um yeah it was very enthralling in that way and it's also again another dual narrative where we're intercut with like what's happening in the town and then undisclosed amount of time later but she's clearly not too old um where she's in the form of letters to Violet, like, reflecting on their time, yeah. and you get that from the beginning, so you kind of get, like... I so enjoy that. Yeah. Back and forth. Yeah. Mm. And that worked really, really well, because you were getting, kind of, the story of what was happening, and then you were getting, like, this added, kind of, layer of yeah intrigue. Yeah. Really liked that. Fantastic. Um, pretty thrilling. I will say that I think the actual climax of it played out quite softly rather than like there was this one moment that was very dramatic that happened considerably earlier than the actual climax Mm. of the book and I thought that was so much more dramatic and also left kind of unexplained um, whereas the climax felt quite soft, like when it started happening, you're just like oh, I guess this is happening now rather than like, bam yeah. which I would have liked a little bit of drama yeah, that's fair but I did enjoy it overall I will recommend it when it comes out nice I feel lucky to have read it yeah Cute. feel jealous that you have yeah.
0: <laughs> okay are we on
1: to my next yeah. one okay this one is yes
0: yeah, so this is my next and last and I mean, who knows? Maybe the last twenty pages will completely change my opinion, but I don't think it will. This is Motherhood by Sheila Hetty. I'm sticking with that Woo-hoo! pronunciation because so I now know that's hundred percent right. Hattie. So, um, yeah, it's okay. Um, did you look it up? Yeah, <laughs> I looked uh, but um, I mean, to be fair, they could have got it wrong, but it was like in an interview, okay. that, so I think it's fine. Um, I love this book. I literally feel like if you are a woman in your twenties, thirties, forties. I don't know if it's where, I think you should read. Or anybody who, you know, um, someone who can have children or wants to have children, I think that it's... Or is just considering children. Yeah, I just think it's so good. And she really... uh, Basically, it's a book about motherhood. I mean, that's kind of the best way to describe it, to be honest, because it just is um, Sheila Hetty talking about her own experiences and her friends getting pregnant, having kids. Yeah. And just how she feels... And I think that the thing that I like the best about it is that she swings between wanting them and not wanting them Mm -hmm. so much. And I just think it's really well written. I think it's so... So much of it is how I actually honestly feel about it and how Mm -hmm. I'll think sometimes one thing, sometimes the other. And I'm only in my 20s, so, you know, it's very premature thinking
1: it anyway. I think I want to... Like, when I finished it, I was like, I'll want to reread this when I'm in my 30s. Oh, for
0: sure. I think, yeah, I think it's definitely a good... It's definitely one to be... Um, reread definitely, definitely, and yeah, I'd, I mean, I'd recommend it to everybody. I think it's um, you know interesting for people who have children to read it as well, I'm sure, and people who don't, and all that. And I did get um, some quotes from this too because yeah, you know, I'm really committing to the bit now. Um, let me see what I got. Oh, yeah, so there's a, one of the sort of the aspects in it is that she does this thing where she flips a coin. And I think she flips it three times and it's like heads is yes, tails is no. And each time she asks sort of a question and then we'll get yes or no from it. And um, she had this bit, which was honestly, I feel like a conversation I've had with myself before where she was talking about whether or not with her, so she's got a partner called Miles and it's whether or not she wants to have a children with him. Have a children, have children <laughs> with him. Um, and she's asking all these different questions. So she says, will I have a child with Miles? She says, yes. This is the coin flip thing. Will the child be a girl? No. An attractive child? No. A plain child? No. A drop dead gorgeous child? Yes. (laughs) And then is any of the above true? No. Is there any use in any of this? If none of it is true? No. And then she's like, even if you said yes, it wouldn't matter. And then sort of says, I wouldn't mind having a drop dead gorgeous child. (laughs) Maybe I should have a child if it's going to be drop dead gorgeous. (laughs) And I was sort of thinking, you know, when you think of it, you think of this really idealised thing. And, she, you know, there's another thing in it where she says the fact that her partner would want to have a child with her yeah. makes her think maybe she'd want to have a child. And the fact that then he doesn't want to makes her think, well, why would you... And it's all these things, and it's so... Yeah, I just think it's Because it's so, there's a, no answer. There is no answer. And that's kind of the whole point with the coin flip thing, is that yeah. like, it doesn't matter, because no matter what you got, you could argue anything. And yeah. it's, you know... And I think that the thing that scares me about it is the that you know you can really think that you really want to have this thing with yeah this is kind of with everything in life. Yeah you can think I want this, this is what I want, this is everything, this I'm all about this. And then you know, what if you change your mind? I know. You can't change your mind with a child. I know. So um yeah, I think it's great. I'm so glad that you read it and then I and now read it.
1: I think it's absolutely amazing book. I think it's one of the best books I've read this year. Yeah, I agree. Um it's incredible. I also say that um, there's one line in there which I thought was amazing and it was like, can where she debates it for a bit because she debates everything, that's the whole point of the book Um, and she's like, can someone who is an artist or a writer be a mother and still be an artist or a writer and a creative? Like, Have you created the last thing you'll create if you have a child? And I mean obviously there's a lot of back and forth on that mm. but the way that it's put I remember in that section I was just like oh my god
0: yeah like when I think about that she's like you know she was sort of saying okay, do, am I the same as a mother because I have created something yeah you know I've created life in, in my work in my writing yeah um, you know is it enough that what I have given to the world and she I mean there's you know they, there are so many different things that she discusses in it even sort of like a, I guess climate change Mm -hmm. type conversations where she sort of says and she also says this because um she's jewish and she says that that well after the holocaust there was this thing where it was like jewish people need to have as many children as possible to repopulate yeah and then she sort of said well is it actually my responsibility to not have children so i can't create enemies or like heroes yeah and i don't do anything and like maybe we just shouldn't have children for a hundred years and um yeah, I just think all those baits because that is how you think yeah. about it. You don't think about it just one way, that's it. You do think about it and then think no, and then yeah. think and then think
1: no. I think it's, uh, having not read every single book on motherhood out there, yeah. I think it is the best yeah, book I know. On motherhood that's out there. And I'm going to agree with that. <laughs> We're making blanket statements. We're making now, blanket fine. statements. Oh, I think it's absolutely amazing. And now that you've read Pure Colour, I, you have almost finished. Yeah. That, I, that's why I was like, I, after I read Motherhood, I was really kind of excited to read Pure Colour, and then I was even more disappointed because I don't think. No, it's, I don't think it's, at all. It doesn't. No, it. It's, it could almost be by someone different. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, I just think. I uh, yeah. Yeah. Disappointing. Motherhood is. But yeah, really Motherhood's great. It. Yeah. And I, I
0: definitely will be recommending it. And I've already like said, to, I said to Scarlett, you know, I saying to Scarlett, I think it's really funny in this podcast. Every time I say Scarlett's name, I say. Scarlet, my flatmate and best yeah. friend. Yeah, <laughs> like, ridiculous. So if you didn't write, catch that Scarlet yeah. um, is Mia's flatmate and best friend. <laughs> um, but yeah, I told her about it. I was like, you have
1: to read this. You'll really like it. Yeah, and I think everybody would,
0: or not. And if you don't, I'm talk I about actually it.
1: think there'll be quite a few people who wouldn't like it because it did having, read up, it, have, yeah, having some, read up on I it. Does have yeah? Having read up on it, I guess Lusensky some of the stuff that she says on uh, autofiction research. Yeah, um, she was kind of actually like. Handled very almost villainized, like handled very critically by what I would say is considerable bias. Yeah, because people, because it is, it is like it's still categorized as fiction, it is a work of auto fiction, so people, or like. I would say villainised is the right word actually. Like I'm talking about how she's like making an affront
0: against motherhood. But I think that motherhood is such a contentious topic. And I think that
1: maybe less so with our generation, but maybe even not. But I I think like the public reception to that book was kind of indicative to literally the whole point that the book was trying to make, which just like proves how well your critics are reading. But there we go. Exactly. Right. Amy, last book. Last book. Is mother dead? Bye. (laughs) I'm going to murder this last name. Vigdis? V-I-G-D-I-S. Vigdis Hjorth. V i g d i s. Vigdis. Yeah. H j o r t h. I'll tell you, I'm not Norwegian. Really? <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> glad I. Glad I had you going. Um, this um, was proof I found in a 2nd bookshop. That doesn't come out until the 20th of October. So that's super soon. Mm-hmm. Five days time. It's not nice. perfect time to be talking about it. It's great um, time. It's great. I was really, I really enjoyed it. Um, it's about a woman who is an artist and she's, um, you know, differently from a lot of books you read, mm-hmm. almost 60. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has lived in America for the last however many decades. Um, after leaving, did I say it was Norway? Yeah, yeah, Norway. After leaving Norway, sorry, she just booked a holiday to Copenhagen, and I just keep thinking about Denmark. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's a little personal. Personal <laughs> news. Um, <laughs> I'm very excited <laughs> about it. I'm, really, I'm not going, I'm but um, really I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm lately. so excited for it. Um, anyway, she left Norway, however many decades before, and she left. Her, she was quite young. She left her husband. She left her family. and She left with um her art teacher. Right. She she wasn't so young in that she was like a kid. It was like she was taking an after work so there were a series of watercolor painting classes yeah. just to get that out there. And um, ended up leaving her family, leaving her husband. And family didn't really like that. Kind of lost contact. Just kind of strange contact. Yeah. Didn't really see each other. Um, and then she got a message later on like they never met her son or anything she got a message later on saying her dad was ill um, and then she got like no other news in the city like had a stroke or was unwell and then got another message saying that her dad was dead and she didn't go to the funeral and like she also equally wasn't told when the funeral was going to be if she should come if they wanted her there Yeah. she didn't go um, and got a message from her mother and her sister being like we're so hurt we're absolutely disgusted with this we never want to see you or be in contact with you again we're really hurt by this Yeah. and she had not heard or spoken to them since and then she goes back to Norway because her artwork is um, she's having a retrospective at a gallery and she becomes so completely obsessed with the idea that her she's in the closest proximity to her mother right. that she's ever been since she left. Also, one of her like pieces of work that she's the most famous for is like a piece called Mother and Child, and she knows that her mum took it as like a personal offense. Yeah, from like friends and family, like yeah, it's got telling her like her, it's it's yeah. got back to her that her mum was really offended even though it wasn't a direct comment on her own mother like she had also just become a mother at the time so very poor relationship there but she becomes absolutely obsessed with it like it's all she can think about the whole time is like perhaps she's walking perhaps she's going to see her friends perhaps Mm. perhaps her sister like her sister's called Ruth she's like perhaps Ruth is taking her out and telling her about Ruth's children Mm. like it's just so consumed that she ends up like stalking her mom's house and um but what's really and you are like just as taken over with like the obsessive thought yeah and it's told in like really short like either really short like less than a page bursts or like two or three pages of really like um compulsive text like like not very indented text, okay. like run on yeah almost stream of consciousness yeah but not quite um which means you can really like jet through it yeah because you're getting short and then you're getting like trapped in this and then you go on. and like it's really appropriate writing for it's translated as well i should probably say the translator but i don't know who it is that's my is it mistake on, um, it's my error goodreads you want me to um you can um know? Yeah, you can if you like. I will do. Because I feel like I should say. um, I will say again, maybe a touch too long. Um, I think the first fifth you really have to kind of get into. um, Because also you start getting revelations towards the end. Like, especially because the first, I'd say first half of the book is a lot of like um, what my CBT therapy would say is um actually no i can't even remember what my cbt therapy would say lol um oh I, I like assuming thinking i can't remember the exact phrase for it and i've let my book out um mind reading that's what i'm looking for a lot of it is like it's
0: very hard just to say to find the translation
1: yeah i don't i don't know why so it's, and it's not it's not so it i can't find it um yeah, there's a lot of mind reading in that she's like, Ruth hates me because I made her have to step up as the only child, the only carer for mum. Mm. And mum doesn't, mum's unsure about how she feels about me, but Ruth is telling her that I'm awful. Um, and there's so much, so much that you kind of want to shake this woman in and yeah. be like, you don't know that for sure. Yeah, you'll, you can't, like, yeah. you can't, like, you
0: can't. I think, that I is, I think that's such an interesting concept because I always think that you know, this is big advice that everyone goes around in my yeah. group of sort of this idea of having a conversation with somebody and assuming what they would respond, and then you're angry yeah. at them about something that you haven't actually even spoken to them yet. So you can't, you can't be having those feelings because they yeah. didn't say that you said that to yourself.
1: Yeah, which I think, um, and that's like such a huge part yeah. of this book and it works really really well because you do get angry and then just as you start getting really angry like to the point of oh my god yeah you start getting some like revelations and some sort of um yeah some more more drama yeah the more climax because i mean you can see if she's stalking her house you can kind of see where it's going Mm -hmm. will they meet and um yeah thought it was thought it was really good nice liked a lot i would say of the ooh off the bunch of the bunch, Motherhood is my favourite. <laughs> but I'll also say that the books I read were really good, and then I would say Matt's Last Spectacular Body was the best, and then Is Mother Dead. Okay,
0: nice. But Motherhood is
1: actually the best, and you should read Motherhood.
0: Yeah, yeah, i yeah I agree. Um, yeah, just <laughs> I'd agree, to be honest. I think, yeah, I think I would say I'd recommend Girl Interrupted. I'd say read that, because it's quite a... I don't want to say easy read because it's not an easy read, but like you know, it's what are you looking at? What is that? I don't know. It's my Pinterest thing. Oh, so
1: <laughs> it was like a, a, a bit of lettuce in a cup. No,
0: no. I think it's like a, I don't know. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's a matcha like cream thing. Yeah, which I've never actually had. It's not on my picture. Yeah, I'm going to throw off. Yeah, I can see actually completely how you see it. It's I'm a lettuce saying... in a cup. I wish it was. That's kind of more yeah. fun. very
1: appropriate for today. Yes. I Liz. know.
0: Yes, today we are recording on the day that Liz Truss has been bested um, by a lettuce. Yes, she's resigned. She the a different way lettuce crisis. Um,
1: okay,
0: brilliant. Okay, yeah. well, I guess do we want to do what we're going to be reading next?
1: We kind yeah. Of, yeah. Okay. Why not? Even though we're both. Well, yeah. Well, I'm. I'm literally about to. I would just okay. say I'm already okay. currently reading, but I haven't opened it. Oh my gosh, this is going to be not horrible
0: for the sound. So sorry. Awesome. Oh, next a yeah, gift that lovely amy has got me oh my gosh! is, is it time
1: blue- to be real oh my gosh it's time it? to be real <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that's great just gonna, i'm gonna
0: we're literally being real on the podcast we're gonna be you like, know it's gonna I'm be real gonna do this. it's gonna take a while to upload well i'm doing it now because mine is ready oh, i literally didn't get this book in at all that's really clever well
1: I'll hold it back up and you can get it on mine
0: okay <laughs> wow
1: well you look good and i look like a huge chin
0: <laughs> that, i'm sure
1: that's not true no it really is
0: Look at my huge shed! No, oh my gosh, I look like a little child. Anyway, I'm reading next. I want to say Bluettes. Is that how we're, how we're I, that? I think it's Bluettes. by like Maggie Jewel. Nelson, Bluettes. which Amy's got for me. Well, she's very nice. Anyway, um, and I will. I can literally will read from it. So this Bluettes winds its way through depression, divinity, alcohol, and desire, visiting all along the way with famous blue figures, including Joni Mitchell, love her, love her. Biddy Holiday, love her, her, Eve's Klein i don't actually know anything about
1: i think he's kind came
0: up with the um blue. leonard cohen love him andy warhol less fond of him because he's a bit gross um while its narrator sets out to construct a sort of pillow book about her lifelong obsession with the color blue she ends up facing down both the painful end of an affair and the grievous injury of a dear friend the combination produces a raw cerebral work devoted to the in inextricability of pleasure and pain and to the question of what role if any aesthetic beauty can play in times of great heartache or grief and i can't bloody wait maybe i'll take this
1: with me as well yeah dare. i'm going to well, portugal
0: I... tomorrow just as Ooh, fyi lucky very hair. very early so well,
1: i I was wondering if you would want to take it because one it is thin so you good could. size yeah perfect size but also equally i know you'd get through it quite I will so, so oh, I think oh, it depends, depends what you feeling. I mean I will Don't be taking but it but Maggie Nelson is a very poetic writer and Armie is a poet so I thought she'd yes, like it I will um and now yeah what well, what am pretty. I consulting the pile I'm consulting the the piles yeah um, the multiples do you want me to choose for you or is that no? um you can choose for me to be honest okay
0: right in that case I'm gonna choose for you Amy oh this I feel like i lean towards this but I have know nothing about it I so. think it's
1: a collection of essays oh are you feeling that do you want fiction I can, or I, what yeah I could I could I could go essays I could go anyway to be honest
0: okay I would say
1: yeah I'm gonna go with that yeah yeah well, if you decide I actually, no I am actually don't. <laughs> reading some essays and um and this looks nice and yeah thin so that's good one. Oh, by the way this is tonight I'm someone else essays by chelsea hodson um got it in the second hand bookshop and it's done one of my favorite things that's actually an error but when they haven't trimmed the pages yeah and you get that nice rough edge yeah and a that, that's lovely that is really nice yeah that's a really really nice cover i'm, I I'm actually yeah i think that's why i picked it up um oh how appropriate you're gonna love this a highly anticipated collection from the writer Maggie Nelson. Oh, hello. Has been <laughs> good, refreshing, oh. and welcome that explores the myriad ways in which desire and commodification intersect. Wow.
0: Well, cool. I think that's a yes. I think
1: that's a, what a good choice
0: from me. And also it was stacking up our lovely microphones. Oh, so God. Show what? Well.
1: What? Books in the US and Canada are so fucking expensive. So expensive. This is clearly an American edition. Don't mm-hmm. know how I got over here. Um, seventeen US dollars. Wow. Look at the size of this thin Bloody skinny well. paper fat book. Seventeen Do you want dollars. Should wanna hear something worse? Yes, I'd love to. Twenty two dollars fifty for Canada. wow I'm sorry, my guys. In how the much you get of for? North America.
0: <laughs> um three pounds fifty. Wow, well. I bet you were like, 3 pounds fifty and then saw how much it originally was and thought,
1: Ooh, £3.50. Oh, three pounds fifty. I would I would not be happy. But you know what? That's really fun that um, yeah that is. I like that, that, that. They that actually connect quite together together like That was purely coincidental because it was under the stack of books that my on. Um great. Okay, oh, right. Cool. Well,
0: to wrap up, um <laughs> we've been mirroring Amy. Um we have been chatting, books. <laughs> and <we've> been chatting <laughs> books and I'm not actually 100% sure what our next episode's going to be. Um so I'm not going to say just in case we change our mind. It's an exciting mystery. Is. Yeah, it is an
1: exciting mystery for, for you. More excitingly, and I'm putting this into stone now, we're going to get wings and drinks. Yeah, this. yeah, we are. We're going to go find a new Which we would have done place. tonight, but Mia's got to pack.
0: Yeah, I know. And already I'm like, ugh, oh, gross. it's fine,
1: it's fine, it's fine. Okay, but yes. Anyway,
0: love you all. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <Love> you, bye. <laughs> bye.